Welcome to another edition of Are You Shitting Me? A podcast that dives into random topics that may surprise and educate you and hopefully make you laugh along the way. Uh, at least that's our goal, especially for each other. I'm your host, Aaron. Seated next to me is my good friend, Brett. Brett, how's it going? Oh my gosh. So amazing. So many things going on in my world these days. Like, wow, know. what's new? Uh, you know, I got two daughters in high school and got homecoming coming up and, you know, so I get dresses and make plans and yeah you said you were shopping for cars the other day too right yeah i need to the oldest one uh got her license a while back and yeah you know and it's tough because car market sucks right now so it totally does yeah. yeah yeah but yeah what about you what's going on in your world you know just taking it easy these days uh, i can't complain you know things are going well uh life is good and uh Band's doing well? Band is doing well. My mom recently had a hip surgery, and she's doing well. So, you know, you can't go can't go wrong. It's cold outside. I'm a little bit disappointed in that. It was, right. uh, it was like summer yesterday, and now it's like winter yeah. all of a sudden. Hey, not a fan. Yeah, not a fan at all. I don't like that. I, I like the, the elongated fall a little bit, and yeah. just kind of kind of jump right into it. I'm sure we'll have a, still a fall. I'm sure it'll cut back a little bit. No, we won't. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> done. <laughs> So I think uh, before we get deep into this, let's open up our episode beer, right? Yeah, let's I got a do good it. one here for you today. Okay, all right. So what we're drinking here today is from Energy Sitting Brewing Company. It's out of uh, Batavia, Illinois, and this one's called Batisserie Chocolate Covered Bananas. Oh. It says it's an imperial milk stout with cocoa, bananas, and natural flavors, uh, and it is a ten percent ABV. Oh, so, all right. Yeah, it's a bigger boy. Sounds really good. Oh. Man, that aroma, that is definitely wow. bananas. That smells like bananas, yeah. Holy cow. That smells really good, actually. That smells delicious. You know what it smells like? It smells like those, uh, uh, when you open up a package of like dried bananas. Yeah, well, exactly dehydrated what, bananas, yeah. that is exactly what it smells like. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they used. Could be. Oh, that's surprisingly good. I was I was a little bit uh, I, anxious about this one. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, the taste of the banana is not as strong as the aroma of of right. the beer but uh, it's in there you taste oh, it oh it's absolutely subtle. you taste it but it's not as like when i smell it i smell banana that's yeah. what it smells like yeah but i was expecting it to be pretty punchy with that no it, it does have like a chocolatey banana flavor yeah actually that's really tasty it's smooth too it is smooth yeah i like the carbonation in this one it's nice it's just enough it gives a little bit of a of a tickle yeah good stuff yeah very good so a few episodes back we had a discussion about poop. <laughs> yes, we did. I thought it'd be fun to kind of revisit that topic a little bit. Oh, but the other end. Okay, we're done pooping now. We've we've already passed the poop episode. So what do, what comes after? It's time to wipe. Oh, you had me scared there. The other end. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> the other end. Oh. <laughs> you got to watch out for this. Yeah. Right? Woo. So uh, um, yeah, I I did a little bit of research about like toilet paper because I I really didn't know much about this uh, topic at all. It's obviously something I use every single day. By the way, I just want to add thank you to everybody that sent in photos of their toilets and yes. and and euphemisms for taking a dump. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I was thinking about like toilet paper, and I'm like, you know. Um, I just don't know much about it. I know I use it every day. It's obviously during the pandemic, it was a huge thing. Right? Right? So stupid. It's, it, I th- that was one of the funniest things I found like during the pandemic. Like people just, you think about like you're in the middle of this, you know, global thing and it really comes to light what's the most important thing to people sanitation uh, stuff, baby formula, and toilet paper. Yeah. Like, and, and I don't think I really thought about it. 
I don't think I appreciated the toilet paper so much until it became kind of like, oh shit, I might not have toilet paper tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Now, I heard an interesting uh, theory or, or, or explanation of why that became a thing. I had heard that uh, someplace over, for example, like in Australia or something, uh, where distribution uh, was an issue already before the pandemic, um, they were running low on toilet paper. And so it turned into this thing where somebody kind of put it out there like, hey, you should go get your toilet paper. And then it kind of crossed over the oceans and kind of came to us and it was like go get your toilet paper or else and, really? and so everybody freaked out it kind of became a crisis without really being a crisis right like it shouldn't have been yeah i mean how much do you poop and i could tell you the answer is either three times a week or <laughs> or, <laughs> or 21. 21 times a week <laughs> but according to our poop episode which we you can go see right now on spotify <laughs> but you know i think i think uh i think people overreacted just like many other things and and uh mm-hmm. I, you know I mean, I think maybe it was everybody thought that we were going to be literally locked into our, our homes and not allowed to go on the streets or go out anywhere, you know? And Yeah, yeah get weather necessities, and that's what it is. Yeah. Right? So. so toilet paper in general, what do you use? Uh, I use uh, AngelSoft Ultra. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's it's an economical brand, but more than anything, um, I have issues with, um, and I'm not going to name drop other uh, brands for this issue, but you know, and anybody out there, if you suffer from this too, the, the, some of them are just so soft and there's like a dust that comes off of the roll of toilet paper. And it kind of, Mm -hmm. I find it on the floor in my bathroom. I find it on the toilet paper dispenser, you know, whatever. Like I get this fine paper dust all over everything. And, and I don't like that. And for me, uh, the angel soft seems to, uh, fix that. And it's still soft enough for my, my, Your business. My sensitive tush. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in my household, we use the Quilted Northern uh, Ultra Flush. Mm. Oh. Um, also very good. Yeah, oh, very good. Very. Uh, I tried uh, some recently. It's very soft. <laughs> <laughs> so what we, we, we ordered, we during the pandemic as well, we started buying uh, stuff through uh, DoorDash and, and uh, the, the other apps, sure. like getting our, our groceries even delivered to our house because we have, I haven't been in the grocery now for two years now. Wow. Uh, and recently, they were out of the Quilted Northern, uh, but they had a, a another version that's scented. And, and we didn't realize that. They just grabbed that. I got to say, I kind of like it. Because now your tush smells good? What? <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like, wow. All right. Is, is, is the scent meant for your tush or for the bathroom? Like, I, I don't know. You know, um, yeah, I don't know really what, what yeah. what's supposed to happen there with that scented. But I, I, I want to say it was a pleasant experience. In and what is change. the scent? It's like flowers. Yeah, because that's like a, normal for your like butt a, to smell like right, flowers. You know, like <laughs> this summer field of flowers and springtime. That's really what my ass smells like right now. I, I'm going to take your word for it. But, you know, I, I kind of think something a little bit more manly, like a log. <laughs> <laughs> a log or moss or whatever else, right? Yeah, right. You've got moss. You've got moss. <laughs> moss, moss toilet moss. paper. Yeah. <laughs> for men. For men. Manly men. Manly men. Nice. Well, I mean... You know, I do think it's interesting. The toilet paper industry has changed quite a bit, obviously, even since, you know, from growing up. I remember having colored toilet paper. I remember my grandparents always had colored toilet paper. Remember the colored stuff? You can't find colored anymore. I think you can special order it now. What? Yeah. I'm not going to special order that. Right. But, you know, people do. Is that better for the environment, I wonder? I don't know. No dyes? I yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. Probably so actually. You know, cuz I do remember those toilet papers like you you sometimes have like dye on your hand. It was weird. Oh. Yeah, maybe maybe my grandparents just got the cheap stuff. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Gross. So. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, you, that, that's what that's what we're talking about today. So I kind of feel it would be a, a appropriate for us to dive into this. And so, uh, um, if you did find yourself in a in a pinch, so to speak, <laughs> no pun intended, what would you use? You know, toilet paper could not have been around that long. Right. It's got to be a relatively newer invention. I, I could go back and look at the patent, but I don't know. Actually, modern toilet paper has only been around since like 1857. It's less than 200 years. Wow. So you'd think as, as long as humans have been on this planet, we've we've taken a shit. Yeah, or I would assume. Deuce, yeah. Or broken I mean, through to Mordor or whatever right. the euphemism you use. We know the Vikings did. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but what did they use? Why did it take so long to make toilet paper? Right. Great question. It, it is a great question. So... I Googled this so that you guys don't have to. You, all you have to do is listen to this and you'll, you'll know. Very thoughtful. Early humans, um, I'm talking like cavemen and uh, you know, still evolving before we really became civilized, obviously. We do know that they were wiping. Archaeologists have found you know, different tools and things like that that they've used to do stuff. You know, I think some of the earlier cavemen stuff is like leaves and brush and moss you've got moss, you've got moss. tools did you say tools Whatever. <laughs> tools yes oh yeah you're, you're gonna you're gonna be you're in for a treat my oh friend. <laughs> my goodness so i imagine though like i said uh, early cavemen just kind of grabbed what what was there yeah um i'm in my mind i'm thinking moss is probably the most comfortable very soft yeah very soft you know it it it, it clings it uh it, it holds i wonder if there's you. any like leftover residue when you use moss though I don't think they were worried about that. They weren't doing any kind of fashion shows, and they weren't tweeting about it. So Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can only guess that. We don't know that for sure, but that's just kind of a guess. And I think it's a pretty safe guess to say that's what it is. Early civilizations, though, we do know kind of what they've started using. And it's very interesting. So you'd think cloth is the logical choice. Uh, at some point, I would think that, yeah. Try seashells are one of the first pieces. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I supposed to scoop with a seashell? That's exactly what it is. They would scoop. They they had a they had a half shell. One of those ones like the typical seashell. Like think of the Shell gas station. That shell. Yeah. That, that logo like that's that. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, almost like a, a little mini saucer, so to speak, that you hold and you you scoop away and then you rinse it off and throw that in your pocket and you carry it around with you and, and that's what it is and then you have your this is your this is your wiping shell that you just carry with you so Susie wipes with seashells by the seashore <laughs> that's <is> that? right <laughs> okay uh, no so wait now is that legit like people carried their seashell with them yes well you, I mean, you had a poop shell or did you just maybe people by the ocean just had a I think plethora? probably yeah yeah people by the ocean probably just grabbed whatever was there and did it but I I. My understanding is that yes, they would actually carry around with them and whatever else, and this is what interesting. They yeah, of course, obviously they break down after time. And oh yeah, of course. There's a, a plethora of <laughs> shells. It depends on your these. diet, right? How quickly those break down. Like, <laughs> right. Oh Lots man, of corn, we know <laughs> you're in for it here. So, so you know, shells were kind of originally, and then and then what we found is as they started getting into more like stones and pottery and that kind of stuff. They would use. Okay, this sounds awful. My my sphincter is totally pinching. It hurts just thinking about yeah. it, right? Yeah. If you were lucky, you'd get a, a, a you know, kind of a sanded a down, smooth edge rock piece. But sometimes you weren't, uh, oh. and if you just had like you had to go, and there's a piece of broken pottery there, that's what you used. Oh my gosh. Uh, I would think that scratches like. Oh yeah. Beyond. Right? <laughs> 
But the smooth ones, the smooth rocks, that seemed okay. And so, again, people would, would smooth out rocks like a shell, and they just reach in, scoop, clean, wash off the rock, and move on. Ugh, that sounds awful. <laughs> One of the best stories I found in researching this, though, in ancient Greece, where these were, were made, like if you look at your photo number four, these look pretty legit. Like these look like mass-produced type of shells. They're a little bit smooth. They, they've... They've made these specifically for poop and shells, right? If you say so. <laughs> People would carve the names of their enemies oh. on these things. <laughs> That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. how, how, how good is so vengeful is at the same time? I wonder what the most common name they've found on these poop shells or stones. Like, oh, look, here's Alexander the Great again. Right. Like, everybody hated him. <laughs> everybody hated this guy, right, right. <laughs> We have stuff like that today. We have certainly political ones you can you can buy and things like that. Uh, yeah, I've seen uh, different like presidents uh, on toilet paper and yeah, yeah. I've never owned. So yeah. Anyway, huh. yeah, shells were uh, uh, shells and and uh, pottery were pretty common for most of the most of the world at that time or early on. Uh, not everybody, of course. There's uh, I think water has been a big thing that's been used for forever. Yeah. I mean, Jump in the lake, take a deuce, and, and go. You know, <laughs> clean up right there. That would be ideal. Most cultures, especially like Africa and like Southern Europe, were using water as well uh, quite a bit. Uh, well, I mean, it also makes sense since a lot of populations were based around water, you yeah. know, rivers and oceans and lakes and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them, I mean, some in, in Europe still use water quite a bit. I mean, bidets are pretty common. Yeah. So if anybody uh, out there works at a bidet company, I'm interested in trying these out for you uh so feel free to send me one uh send one to aaron as well we'll, sure, we'll take your bidet we'll, we'll, we'll give it a try we'll get an honest review yeah we'll give you a review we'll see here. how it works yeah yeah by the way i'm gonna have another sip of this uh tasty beer here for a second uh, yeah it is it is good isn't it mm. man it, it's like a dessert beer but yeah. it's it's really tasty i like it a lot uh of course as agriculture started to grow um corn husks Things like that were being used, which that are a little bit softer, sense. a little bit more hardy. Uh, corn husks are pretty hardy, so you're not, right. you're not, you don't thing, risk breaking apart. I say you don't want to stick your finger through it, so yeah that, yeah, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. One of the most disturbing ones, though, is next. This is in <laughs> Roman society. I, 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 literally, this looks like like a, a rock on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's actually not a rock. It's a sponge. Oh. Which makes a little more sense. Oh, right? that does make sense. They were, you know very much right by the med there was a bounty of of sponges and, yeah. and other kind of sea creatures that you can grab and use to, to here's a bass with. wipe with this yeah here's a bass <laughs> um they kept them in buckets of salt water and vinegar to sterilize them and you just pick it up and do it now if you're if you're rich you had buckets of like rose water i wonder if uh the uh, the wealthy and and whatnot also had people to wipe for them. I'm sure yeah. they did actually. Yeah, uh, probably uh, for sure. They generally had their own sticks, <laughs> but to your point, the poor now, on the other hand, did not. Oh. And this is also Romans were the first time we saw kind of communal bathrooms. Sure, I've uh, seen places. pictures and there's a there's actually a picture here if you take a look at picture number seven here of a typical communal bathroom from Roman times. No dividers next to it. It's just a bunch of holes. You sit here. You're chatting up with your buddy, just like we would. We could be recording a podcast while taking a shit right now. Maybe we do that. We might. We might need to do. We might be doing that right now. You don't. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. I don't know. 
I, I don't. I, I, I think I would be that guy that would just sit there and wait for everyone else to leave so I can do my business. You know. I think you have to be pretty comfortable with it at this point. I mean, if it's if it's something that everyone's doing, you got to be comfortable with it. Yes. I think our society today, we've we've built up those walls around it now, so it's it it has become a much more private event. Tear down these walls. <laughs> <laughs> It has become a much more private event. Uh, Thank goodness. I yeah, cool. I, I agree. I think it's it's a little bit weird, but like yeah. at the time, know, at the time, what is what it was, and and there you go. Yeah, but they didn't have the luxury of everybody having their own sticks and sponges, so they just had a couple of them, or maybe sometimes a communal bathroom might have one, and that's what <laughs> that's you use. Awful. And here, I stick it in the vinegar and first. salt water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> swish it around. Next. Oh. Yeah, it was a. Uh, not the most sanitary type of thing. I but would. if you're looking here, too, it's kind of interesting. Uh, there's these holes on the front of the seat. So they didn't actually stand up and do anything. They just That hole was so you can access it from here while you're still sitting and wipe. Interesting. And do your own thing. So, well, so practical, I think. So you're supposed to stay uh, seated when you wipe. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unlike now where I like to walk around while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like a challenge. Wait for an hour, see where <laughs> see where you're at at that point. <laughs> it's already dry. I'm good. <laughs> the actual first toilet paper didn't show up until China, uh, which was about the second century BC. So China again. China has always been like on the forefront. They're of on the cutting things. edge of everything, aren't they? You know, they they. It's interesting how much of our stuff out today has come from. Their, from their their history of the stuff they did, you know, sure. toilet paper is one of them. Cloth paper was that was first appeared in the second century BC, um, and so take the take the sponge on a stick idea, and you, now you have a cloth on a stick idea. And oh, it, same stick. They still use that. They still had their well, own. Well, not cloth. the it, same stick. For not the same <laughs> stick. Right, right. A oh, stick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the first recorded use of toilet paper. Uh, it was from a 6th century in China, where a scholar uh, wrote, Paper on which there are quotations or commentaries from the five classics, or the names of sages, I dare not use for toilet purposes. So the first like record of people using toilet paper that's written down is this guy here. And he's like, if... if if something's written on here that is uh, of important or quotes or from these scholars, I'm not going to use it. But anything else, I'm using this paper. Sounds like he's using newspaper. Yeah. yeah. Newspaper, fire paper, whatever. Yeah. Whatever I mean, there, you know. Oh, I like what this article says. I'll keep it. And this yeah. one? <laughs> Shit. Not until about the 14th century. So that was that was 600, 589 AD when that guy wrote that. But it wasn't until the 14th century that people started making toilet paper. And again, China. Oh, of course. They manufactured toilet paper at a rate of 10 million packages of 1,000 to 10,000 sheets annually, which is, and they, and they were made in like two by three foot sheets. So these, these are giant pieces of paper that they would produce and they make 10 million packages of these a year. Wow. Right? Okay. Thing is, it wasn't for the common people. Of course. This is only for the imperial court. Perfume paper came out in uh, around the same time as well, but that was only for the imperial family. Of course. So the, the court was able to use the other ones, but the perfume stuff, the stuff that made you smell good was that. Yeah, nice. Uh, of course, in Europe, it didn't really, nothing uh, appeared there until about mid-16th century. Um, Interesting. And they didn't really like it at first. Most of Europe used water for for quite a while, actually. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah. Um, toe rags. I'm sorry, what? Toe rags. <laughs> is, that, is that your new nickname? <laughs> so, hey, toe rags. <laughs> <laughs> sailors, right? So... Okay, it sounds worse already. Right. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you know, it was just a whole bucket over over the ocean. That's what you used, and that makes sense, right? You're not going to – there's nothing to store. You're just going to take a shit right yeah. in the ocean and go. But right there next to it was a rope, and, and it's not only really small. These are big, thick ropes that they used, right? It was long and frayed at the end, right? Oh, so it's softer. Yeah, and so what they would do was that they just drug behind the ship. So the toilets were in the back of the ship hanging over the ocean. You sit there. And you uh, you pull it in, you wipe, and then you just drop it and let the huh. let the ocean do its thing. Interesting. Yeah, actually, I, probably not the worst idea. Uh, uh, no, I mean I, I imagine there's still some stuff that doesn't get off, and you're, you're, there's still obviously a sanitary issue. But but you got the salt water, you got the the speed of this boat that right. hopefully is you know He's doing some stuff at least breaking apart. Yeah, you know, so rinsing it somehow. Yeah. So modern toilet paper didn't actually appear uh, commercially until about 1857. Joseph Gayet of New York marketed a medicated paper for the water closet, sold in packages of 500 sheets for 50 cents a package. So I thought his marketing technique was neat. We're coming out of depression. People are using Sears catalogs and um, whatever they can find, newspapers and all this other stuff to wipe because they just they can't afford to buy all this stuff. And, and why waste paper if you if you can use it for something? Yeah. Gayet's medicated paper... For the water closet. Many people have wooed their own destruction by neglecting to pay attention to ordinary matters. Like right away. This guy's the first scare tactic right? marketer here. Few persons would believe that a beautiful enameled card contains a quantum of arsenic with other chemicals which if used to any extent will communicate poison and that fatally. That's, that's how he wrote it. It's weird. So basically saying, you know, normal papers have poisons and arsenics and everything else in it. And if you use God. it all the time, you're going to die. Yeah. I thought he was promoting it. All printing and writing paper contains either oil of vitriol, oh. chloride of lime, potash, soda ash, white clay, lime, ultramine, or oxalic acid. White paper contains either some or all of these fearful poisons. While colored paper, except Guyot's, which is a pearl color and made to be as pure as snow, embody portions of prussiate of potash. I'm butchering these words, I'm sure. Bichromate of potash, muriatic acid, Prussian blue. Like all these words, who's going to pronounce all these? And, yeah. and this is probably scaring the shit out of people who yeah. don't know any of this. It's like, what? Wow, they all... I didn't know all this stuff was in my paper. That right, I'm my paper my is with. poison. He keeps going, aquafortis, copperus, and a variety of other articles, equally dangerous and pernicious, but too numerous to be cataloged in our little circular. I don't know. He just listed off like 20 different things. Right, right. <laughs> There's more? You know how like those commercials, like side effects, diarrhea, cramping, loss of your legs. I always like the ones that may cause diarrhea or constipation. Or well, death. Which is it? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Or death. <laughs> yeah. Physicians owe it to the rising generation to caution all against touching or tasting such deleterious and death-dealing material. <laughs> Who's eating their toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't eat that, guys. <laughs> Printed paper, everybody knows, is rank poison <laughs> to tender portions of the body. Yes, everybody knows that. <laughs> yep. 
Individuals would not put printer's ink in their mouth as one of the ingredients is lamp black. What, what the fuck? So I, I assume, I'm assuming he's saying that people who are using like newspaper or other uh, like books and, you know, printed paper things like, and, and he's right. There's, you know, there's chemicals and things Absolutely, that are in those, yeah. but, but, uh, Maybe there was to the extent. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the printing process was back then for sure. And maybe there was arsenic and all that stuff. I mean, he could be actually spelling it out exactly like it is. Right. You know, I don't know. It just sounds like pure scare tactic. Like, you know what? You yeah. Know, if you want to be clean I, and healthy. Right. It's working on me right now. I don't yeah. want to use that. I want to go get medicated paper with for the water closet. That's a strange term, medicated paper. So individuals would not put printer's ink in their mouth as one of its ingredients is lamp black, which I guess that's an ingredient. I don't know. It's really a color. Yet they have no hesitation in allowing themselves and children to lay in a plentiful crop of piles or aggravate them if they exist. There's kind of a lot of words. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like, just say what you're trying to do. Dude, this stuff's toxic to you. What? My yeah. stuff's not. Yeah, right? But I think you have to spell it out a little bit more than, than just being... Oh, I understand what the word toxic means, you know? I, toxic, I understand. This, these other things, I don't know what the hell those are. Arsenic. I'm familiar with arsenic. By applying that ink to the tenderest parts of the body. Your butt. If we accept the eye. Well, the eye obviously refers to your sphincter. Uh, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> How much cheaper in every respect is it to use a paper made of the purest material and medicated with the greatest care, such as Guyot's medicated paper? So, you know, spare us everything else. Hey, you know what? The, the newspaper you're using is toxic. Mine is not. It's got the medicated softness, whatever you want to call it, and just go with that. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those, like... You know, nowadays you see it in like some newspapers and whatnot where it looks like an article, but it's not. You know, mm -hmm. maybe that's what he was going for. And Yeah, it definitely looks like an article. Like, yeah. like hey, this is a special report about these toxins in this paper, whatever else, and use this paper here. It's very weird. So, yeah, that's the first introduction of toilet paper. Um, and wow. then I know there was a patent. You mentioned this in the, the poop one. So when was that? Do you remember? Uh, 1891 was the patent for the toilet paper roll. Okay. It's pretty much, uh, you know, it looks like what we are familiar with as far as toilet paper these days, you know, little perforated sheets and, mm -hmm. yep, U.S. patent 465588A. Who, uh, who, does it say who patented it there? Um, no, I don't have that in front of me. Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, that's still 40 years after Gay here releases his medicated paper. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to segue for a second. Uh, are you a folder or a scruncher? <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it, that's, that's an interesting. I actually go both ways, depending on depending on the day. Uh, typically, I'm a scruncher. <laughs> depending on the poop. <laughs> yeah, typically, I'm a scruncher, but uh, sometimes uh, I'll, I'll just, you know, so, feel, feel a, little more, a little more classy, so I'm going to fold it today. I, I am a scruncher. Uh, I feel that it uh, creates more edges for, uh, for wiping. Uh, I, I had read someplace that um, most women are scrunchers and most men are folders. Interesting. Right? And I don't know who's studying this, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't know if there's any truth to it, but uh, I, I would absolutely think it would be the other way around mm -hmm. just based on, you know, trying to keep it neat. I, I just assume that most men are, you know, mm -hmm. messy and just grab it any way they grab it. And, but maybe not, maybe, I mean, yeah. You know, I'm sure there's some people out there. If you're one of them, let us know. But I'm sure there's people out there who, you know, do you know have a, a a method to it? Like, oh, three wraps around my fingers, and yeah. Sometimes I find myself 
taking way too much toilet paper. And I don't mean to. Like, I, I, yeah. I just do. It's almost like in a little bit of flow, and you just what's let it fly. The, you know? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm going to let that spin. What's the right number? Right. I don't know. Well, actually, uh, the average person uses eight squares. Uh, per wipe? Per wipe. That's that's what that 20,000 squares per wipe is. That's what the average U.S. Holy crap. Average, uh, uh, average person. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that. I, I'm thinking I use that every time I wipe, and sometimes I wipe two or three times before I, I'm done. With my, I, I, at least with twice. My I mean, yeah. I, um, yeah, that that mm, that seems like a lot. I think, I mean, three to four uh, squares uh, per wipe. I think is probably what I do. I I assume you know one is clearly not enough. Two, you know. Yeah, I'm guessing probably. I'm, yeah, I usually go with. I, I don't know. I don't really count the squares, but I'd say maybe two feet well, of toilet paper. Uh, you, what I, you, I do. Two feet of toilet paper it's per not the, total, not when one wipe. No, per wipe. Per wipe, you use two feet of toilet Man, paper? Man, I do not like touching shit at all. I am like, I have almost a little bit of a fecal uh, um, Fecal phobia. phobia? Yeah, I just don't. It's, oh. it's like, I, I don't. It's, I, it's not, I don't want to touch too, it, but, you know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just cheap. I wrap it around my hand. It's a glove. I it goes up my arm. That way it's, <laughs> just to ran wrap it a little bit. Oh. Just to make sure, no. I like to wrap myself up like a mummy. And, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, while we're on the subject here, too, since we're going down this, uh, this, you know, this hole here. Do you look at the, the toilet paper while you wipe after you wipe? Um, not all the time. Uh, you know, there there are definitely some times I know that you know the first two three wipes. You know, <laughs> I'm still going. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and so uh, yeah, I, I will. I will. Uh, trust me from from our poop episode. I know that it is important. To monitor your poop and and right. whatnot, so you should be taking, uh, maybe not you know analyzing everything, but you should be aware of of, of your yeah. poop status. So, right. um, I think yes, you you I, you know I'm not a doctor. I think I think everybody should be checking their poop out at some point. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think most people probably look at it. I don't even think it's really an issue. I think it's just something they they just do unconsciously. So if you think about that, you you probably. At any point during the day, you're at least three to twenty-one times a week taking a look at shit and right? looking directly at shit. I well, I mean, part of me, I, I don't want to be walking around. I don't want to be the smelly guy in the, in the friends. You know, I want right. to. I want to make sure my butt is clean. So yeah, yeah you know, I, like I said, you know, the first one, I, I know there's shit on it. I don't need to look at it. You know. Yeah, so. you're right. Yeah, a couple in though, you're like, well, all right, am I good? Yeah, and, am I good? Is it? Is it? Is, am I coming out clean? I and I, I'm anal like that where I will. <laughs> I will I will uh, wipe extra just to make sure I got it all. Mm-hmm. I don't want to smell like ass. Right. Yeah, who does? Yeah, who does? Right. You know, there's plenty of people who do. But I've said it before, though, and I'm going to say it again. There's nothing better than you wake up in the morning and you go to wipe, and it's a clean wipe first off the bat. You're like, this is today's going to be a good fucking day. <laughs> I am off to the races already. I'm ahead of the game. Right? You know? Yeah. There's nothing much to it, so. Um. People shit in the shower. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> right? I mean, I know people pee in the shower. Not everybody, but I don't some... pee in the shower. Do you pee oh, in the shower? Just yours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's not mine. I'm not... <laughs> um, I, I have. I mean, for sure, I don't do it every time. But uh, I, I mean, do people? Is that a thing? Uh, you know, I maybe we we always hear about like. I, th- I think it's more common in like other things like I don't know about showers so much but like you always hear the story about runners who like 
they're running a marathon. They're not going to stop even yeah. to take a shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I had that, that kind of commitment there, in me. There was a, uh, a female kind of marathon runner who, at least that was the story that I had heard, that she stopped in the middle of the run, dropped a deuce on the side of the road, and then continued running. My brother told me about that. He used to run cross country in, uh, uh, in high school. And he was like, man, this one time I was running and I had to take a shit. And, and like, I just went into the cornfield, did my thing, took off a sock, used that, left the sock there, kept on running. Yeah. Wow. Some farmer's like, what the? What is this? <laughs> Who's dirty sock? <laughs> Have you ever found yourself without toilet paper? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is awful. And what did you do? Uh, I, we have well, a plethora of, of options that we can choose from now. Yeah, no, no rocks or shells for me, thanks. But uh, I have, uh, I, yeah, I've done that. I, actually, I may have done the sock thing. Um, mm-hmm. I know I've done underwear before, like just take mm-hmm. off the underwear, wipe with just that. Do it and go, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it, it sucks going into a business that, you know, they can't maintain their, their restrooms and, mm-hmm. you know, like, come on, I just need some toilet paper. Yeah, I think for me, I have not really, but I go in there looking – first if it doesn't have toilet paper i'm not going to touch it i'm not not, it's not worth my time yeah i Uh, will hold it and probably have medical issues before i i go i I will say that it hasn't happened in the last you know 15 20 years but it definitely was a mistake that i made going in and not checking to see if they had toilet paper yeah i remember this is a great story uh so for those of you listening at home who don't know this, Brett and I met at college at IU, and uh, we've been friends for 25-plus years, I, I guess, easily. Yeah, at least. 30-plus years, actually, yeah. probably. Um, and so uh, you remember my apartment, though, in Bloomington. And, and there I used was... to pee in that shower, just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I wasn't even taking a shower. <laughs> my brother and I didn't go to the grocery much. We didn't have to. We worked at a restaurant. Um, we had food uh, that we were able to bring home from the restaurant. So we really didn't do a lot of like, extra grocery stuff. And most of the time we were busy with, with school and whatever else. And so um, we didn't the, – the downfall of that is that we didn't always have the best supply of toilet paper yeah. of readily, readily available for us. Yeah, I can grab stuff from work, but that was always that, that really – industrial scratchy stuff it's basically like one ply yeah yeah yeah, exactly horrible um i remember my brother coming home one day and we were out we actually had i was gonna run out later that afternoon and get some um and he's like he comes running he's like i gotta take a shit i gotta take a shit right and like he runs in the bathroom like there's no toilet paper and i hear this fuck (laughs) all right and i'm like so i'm saying to him hey i'll 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 run to the store real quick just sit there and relax read a book whatever i'll get some whatever else no no time he bolts out of the house, runs a half a block down to the McDonald's down there, takes a shit at McDonald's, and brings back four or five different rolls of toilet paper. He's like, I got it. We're good. They're taking care of now for the next month. <laughs> okay. There's no way that four rolls are going to last you guys a month. Right, but right. yes, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah. Well, that was going to be my follow-up question. Have you ever stolen toilet paper? Yes. Yeah. 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 And have you gone back and, and returned any of it? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not after you used it, but hey, I took a roll. 20 I years back ago. here for you. Yeah. yeah. No, I <laughs> did not. No. Uh, no, I, I had a roommate who uh, worked at like an Arby's or something. And, uh, and you know, they had those big, you know, whatever, 20, 30 inch, you know, mm-hmm. diameter yeah. rolls on, you know, industrial rolls. Yeah. And he'd come home with one of those and then we'd be set for a while. Yeah. But what a pain in the ass to, to unravel. Oh, to, yeah. yeah you know, like, exactly. Yeah. If anybody out there has pictures of, some fancy toilet paper from someplace, any place. Send send us a send us a picture. Gold like, leaf toilet paper. 
Yeah, I, hand I, painted, hand pressed, I, bespoke. Well, and I guess I guess that begs the question: like, what makes fancy? You know, and and do do other regions of the world have like they only have sandpaper? You know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. or, or or does everybody have you know Charmin and it's nice and soft and yeah, yeah, interesting. I, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you've got uh, if you got fancy toilet paper, share it. If you have a story about uh, the crazy whatever we want to hear about it too maybe i don't know i you know what i'd like to see if, if anyone also has a picture of a of a cool like uh toilet paper holder dispenser you know let's see that i yeah i don't need to see any at you know home depot or anything like that i know what those look like yeah uh but yeah you got a fancy one that's you know Crusted made from your jewels and made from your stuffed dog or something right. like yeah. you know you oh that'd be awesome you have a stuffed cat that you you have the roll of toilet paper comes out <laughs> of his tail or something, you know. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, and if you know of uh, of toilet papers or other wiping materials that people have used in the past that we didn't cover today, I'd love to hear it because we just did a quick Google search. We didn't put a lot of research into this one, and uh, um, yeah. And and what other what other items did you use in a pinch? Mm, yeah, another again, not not intentional, but. It works. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that concludes our episode here. Uh, I, like, I want to give a shout out again to Energy City Brewing Company. And Their Batavia. Batisserie chocolate-covered bananas is amazing. I highly recommend it. Very tasty. Very smooth. Uh, and, you know, it does not feel like a 10 percenter. Good stuff. Just want to thank everyone for joining us. Hopefully you enjoyed what we were discussing and, and you learned something and laughed along with us. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, hit the follow button. Consider following us on your favorite social media sites. Better yet, just head over to AYSM.show. That is our our website. You can get all the information, find out uh, all of our uh, references, and check out the pictures. You definitely want to see the sponge on a stick. I'm your host, Brett. And I'm Aaron. And make sure you tune in next time, because we'll be talking about...